thank God for uh, beauty committee. I, I, I thank God for you. I know what you are doing. I once started by doing that. One time when uh, I was relocated, when I left Total Kenya and I joined uh, Gulf Energy, when they poached me, because that's what they did when they poached me, and thank God they poached me, because that's why you can see them. That's why you can see them. Appreciate the work of your hands. And do not move or be moved by anybody. When you go to that office, say, the man or a woman of God has arrived. And because I am here, they will change. Praise the Lord. So when they picked me, they had to change. They were not known, now they were known. So when I moved, I went back to our church, uh, Madraka, I said, and I asked the bishop, why, do we, why are we worshipping in a go-down? We have this nice timber, it's not nice, timber church. Why are we worshipping in a go-down over 10 years? We have dwelt in this place for too long. And uh, he was offended. I, 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 I was offended. But right now, our sanctuary is almost complete. Praise the Lord. We are no longer worshipping in a go-down. Hallelujah. When, when they say that our lease, and I'm saying our lease is about to expire, it is just an indication. The Lord, the angels in heaven are waving and saying, Hey, Ngongrod, it is time to move. It is time to move. And we will move. Hallelujah. We will move. Allow me to quickly go to the word of God. I'll do two things in the word of God today, which I normally don't do. I'll combine two things together. Uh, uh, so that we see where the Lord will lend us with. The, but my word, if you, are, if you are those Bible students who, have, who need a title, my word is simple today, the power of giving. The power of giving. But you notice in, in, in between, I'll handle two things for the sake of the, the, the building committee and, uh, and, 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 and for, the, for the sake of you. I want to go to Haggai. And I'll read several scriptures in Haggai, chapter 1. Uh, if you don't know where Haggai is, it's just before uh, Revelation. Hallelujah. <laughs> Haggai chap chapter 1, and I'll go to verse 2. This is what the Lord Almighty says. This is, what, this is what the Lord Almighty says. These people, I wanted to say deliverance and gong road, but allow me to say these people for the sake of the, the next scripture. These people, but if you you are not worried you can say deliverance and gongrol. These people, the time, these people say the time has not yet come for the Lord house to be built. Lift up your right hand and say, We the church of deliverance and gongrod. We know the time. And we will not we will build in Jesus' name. I'm saying that so that we break the, 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 the complaint of the Lord in that scripture. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Is it a time for you? Is it, it, is it a time for you yourself to be living in your panel houses while this house remain in ruin? I heard they say something and I will explain that to you. Now this is what the Lord Almighty says. And this is where I'm going. Give careful thoughts to your ways. This is what the Lord is saying. Give careful thoughts to your financial planning. Praise the Lord. If you cannot plan for the Lord to be part of your finances, the Lord does not plan with you to be part of his blessings. Praise the Lord. You may quote as many scriptures as you want to, but I've learned that as long as I do not project in my budget to be a blessing to the Lord, the Lord also does not plan, uh, project his budget to be a blessing to me. So I have learned to give God a room in my life. 
Makofu ya Apostle Joshua. Verse 6. You have planted much, but you have harvested little. You eat, but never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You put on clothes, but you are not warm. You, you earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. This, this, this brother or this sister that is being uh, uh, discussed here is a category that our brother George said. Them that they, have, they, they are able but are not we willing. That is the direction they are going. Praise the Lord. And I'm not being prophetic. I'm just being honest. If you are among in the category that you are able and you are not willing, this is your destination. This is your and do not accuse me. It's a truth. I am a man of God. I cannot lie to you. That is your category. Do not look for a prophet to tell you where is your category. This is your category, but you can change it. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thoughts. Uh, 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 give, again, the Bible says, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thoughts to your ways. Go up to the mountains and bring down timber and build the house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored. Praise the Lord. The reason we are relocating to our final place is because we have decided to go to the mountain. We have decided to go to the mountain. And we've not, or not only decided to go to the mountain with our, with our prayer and our prayer book and the Bible, we are going to the mountains with our seeds. Hallelujah. We are going to the mountains with our seeds. Those days, all they needed, they did not need to buy land. All they needed is strong men to, and, and to go to the mountain and cut woods and come and build. Their task was easy. But ours, we have to buy the land. Praise the Lord. When I came to this church and they, I heard them say, we have bricks. Then they mentioned 400 million. Quickly, in my own ordinary capacity, as just a brother, I, I, I thought in my heart, why don't they just... Buy land that is worth 20 million and build a church with 50 million. That is wisdom. That's what I thought in my own thinking as a simple man, not even as a servant of God. But I to, when I was praying the Lord, as the Lord put it in my heart to go and sit uh, with Charles and ask him, why are you doing this project? I had never sat with pastor to ask him this project. But quickly he said something and the spirit of the Lord said, that is the word. He said, we do not want to lose our name. We do not want to lose one name. And immediately the Lord's minister to me, they do not want to lose their identity. Praise the Lord. We want to remain to be called as deliverance Go, Ngongrod. Can I give you, a, give you a prophecy? If you do not defend that identity, deliverance Ngongrod. Another man or woman of God will come and will put up a deliverance Ngongrod in the same location when you went to Utawala and Rongai. Praise the Lord. That is the truth. If you do not arise as sons and women and daughters of this house and say we will defend our identity as deliverance Gong Road and you relocate to any other place, another man or woman of God will come and occupy the same spot you would have occupied and will call it deliverance Gong Road. Because you cannot call deliverance Gong Road, deliverance Gong Road in Rongai or Utawala of Kiambu. You have to change your not name, identity. God tells Abraham, go to Canaan. The reason why God told Abraham to go to Canaan, he said, that is your territory. In that territory, my grace will be with you. The reason why you are enjoying the grace of God, because you are within your territory, which is deliverance and gone. If you move out of this location and go to another location, you will maintain that location by your grace, but not by the grace of God. Praise the Lord. 
arise up and defend your territory. Arise up and defend your territory. Because that's what the Lord says. Arise up and defend your territory. We are called deliverance. Gong Road. We are called deliverance. Lift up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, we are not moving from Gong Road. Because the grace of God and the favor of God is on us on Gong Road. Gong Road, hear the word of God. Gong Road, hear the voices of the children of God. Here we come to occupy. Start preparing our title deed because we are coming. Look at your side mirror. We are coming and we are not afraid. In Jesus' name, it shall be so. And I command it to be so in Jesus' name. Then in verse, says, verse 10 it says, Therefore, because of you, the heavens have withheld their dues and now it took its crops. Praise the Lord. Because they tired, these people took too long to build to the Lord. And what the Lord did, he shut their heaven. He shut their? I pray that may your heaven not be shut. Hallelujah. I pray that we may arise, may we arise to the occasion and do our church on deliverance. Gong Road. Any other brother, any other sister that wants to come and set, set, want to come and set up another church called Deliverance Gong Road, may they tally because we will rise up to the occasion. Because we have the ability. We are both willing and are able. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But then when the man of, when, when, the, when, when the king was told, or when, when, when Zerubbabel was told, in verse 12 he says, in verse 12, the Bible says, Then Zerubbabel, son of Sheltiel, Joshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of the people obeyed the voice of the Lord, their God, and, uh, their God, and the message of the prophet Haggai, because the Lord, their God, had sent him. And the people feared the Lord. May you fear the Lord. May you build because you fear the Lord. May you build because you honor the Lord. When you honor the Lord, the Lord honors you. When you fear the Lord, the Lord fears you. Praise the Lord. When you, when you fear the Lord, the Lord causes your enemy to fear you. The Lord causes people to fear you. Praise the Lord. I have discovered on this Bible, we as Christians, we pray too much and prophesy very little. We pray too much and prophesy very little. I will tell you, I pray a lot and I prophesy a lot. And I say, my, I will never be an ordinary businessman in this country. I refuse. I refuse. I will not be an ordinary preacher in this nation. I refuse. Then let the Lord come and tell me it is not possible. The Lord, but not man. But I refuse. I refuse. It's the same thing. Refuse. Why do you want to occupy the position of a little lady, a little man, a little child of God? Why? Refuse it. Lift up your right hand and say, Lord, I refuse the tag of my enemies. I will not be little. I will be great because you say so. My testimony shall cause me to be celebrated in Jesus' name. You have just refused. Join me in the category of the people that have refused. Refused. Hallelujah. And you ask me what, shall, what, what was going to happen. I will tell you it is just a matter of time. You will be celebrating my testimony. It is just a matter of time. And every morning the devil tells you differently. Tell him, I stand with them. Lord. And the Lord stands with me. Praise the Lord. So they refused. And if you, look at, if you read to the last uh, 
part you say, you see verse 14, it says, So the Lord steered up the spirit of Zerubbabel, son of Shetel, and the governor, and they started building the sanctuary. They started building the sanctuary. I pray. May the, one, may the spirit of one person, there is one person I envy this church, and I'll say it publicly. One of the, the only person I envy in this church is called Charles. I envy his position. I envy the position of Charles. I pray that he may understand. If also to locate to this church, one of the things, one of the positions that I'll, I'll, really, I'll really campaign for is to be the chairman of this project. That one for sure, I'll campaign for it. It's Charles you hear they are, selling, they are saying I'm coming here. No, your position is at stake. I will campaign for that position. Yes, because history will say George was the chairman of that project. Do you see that project on Gong Road? That is George and his team. The committee will be called and his team. And his name will be George. I'm Charles. And his team will be called his team. And his name will be Charles. Praise the Lord. That is one position I would want to be. And if I'm in his, I'm his team, I would also want to be that team. Because when they are mentioning his name, I'll also be called his team. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And if I'm a member of Deliverance Gong Road, I'll say, and the history will record me in heaven. I participated in that project. I normally tell my children, in your life when I'm gone, kick you mana sana now when I'm gone. Go to my local church. Go to the altar and pray like this. Oh God of our father Joseph, who built this sanctuary, whose money speaks on this sanctuary, remember us. And I've always told them, wake up and go. Your prayer would have been answered. Praise the Lord. Because my seeds, as long as my name is alive, shall continue speaking, even to my fourth generation. Praise the Lord. So I want to ask you, as they are building this church, how long shall your name be known here on earth and in heaven? I heard that there are some 23 people and 23 people and I said, okay, let me tell you something. I was praying. I was praying and I, I made a decision, but I did not, I had not spoken to my wife. And I said, I'll speak to my wife and I'll carry one of the title deeds and say, this is my contribution. But I felt that some of you will think this man is proud. So I withheld that, but I'm praying. Praise the Lord. I've heard that you've just done 2,000 bricks. 2,000 bricks. My brother, my sister, that is very little. Kidogo sana. In fact, I'm praying and I'm trusting God. I'm praying God that I may overtake you. And by April next year, I'm coming with my seed. Praise the Lord. I'm coming with my... You should not be saying amen. You should say, be saying, I'll be joining you. I'm coming with my seed by April next year. Hallelujah. And I'm trusting God to give more than 2,000 bricks. Because my, the silver and gold belongs to my father. I will come with my first, my, 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 my figure to open my account. Because my account so far uh, is zero. And I know the Bible says, to him who has nothing, even the nothing he has shall be taken up. So some of you, you are encountering negativity. It's because your account is zero. Your building account in this place is zero. Who unto you? So when the season for the congregation, when the season for a congregation to expand arrives and they delay, the Lord raises a complaint. That's what we saw in verse 2. 
when the season for a congregation to expand and they delay, the Lord raises a complaint and you saw it in verse 2. Exodus chapter 8 verse 6. For the, the Bible, uh, no, the, the Ecclesiastes chapter, uh, chapter 8 verse 6, Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 6. The Bible says, for there is a proper time for, for there is a proper time for every matter. For there is a proper time and procedure for every matter. My brother, my sister. This is our season. There is a procedure and a set a time time, set a, a time duration for us to move in this project. We will expand. We will expand in Jesus' name. Gongorod, I prophesy, you will expand in Jesus' name. You will not suffer disgrace in Jesus' name. You will not suffer disgrace as long as you join the Lord. The Lord is already ahead of you on this project. So all he's asking you, who is joining me? Praise the Lord. When my little son Jesse, and Jesse he knows what his, main, his name means. Jesse means gift and wealth. When my little son God gift and wealth wants to raise money from me, he says, dad, I'll wash one of the cars. And he normally set the price. I do not set the price. He normally set the price. And the boy is little, it's difficult to wash uh, the big cars, but the boy uh, tries. And I normally go and support him. And as I support him, I pay him. And I Sometimes I notice I've watched the Catholic more, more than him. And I still pay him effort. I have to reward his effort. So it's the same thing in the kingdom of God. When you set your heart to do something for God, the Lord comes and overtakes you because he loves the effort. So where is your effort on this project? That's what the Lord is asking today. Where is your effort? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Every time the Lord wanted to do something, in the Bible. And every time the Lord wanted. Every time the Lord wanted to do something in the Bible. He looked for a certain category of men. And I will show you. Every time God wanted to do something that will be remembered for generation, God looked for a certain category of people. He looked for givers. Say givers. And I will show you. Every time God wanted to set a foundation. That will be remembered for ages. The first category of people the Lord looked for. Is a category of givers. So the Lord decides, I want to set up a man that shall be remembered in all his generation. And this man, my people shall be called by his name. And he said, he goes to look for Abraham. Abraham had a heart, had a heart for loving God. And he said, I want to set up a man that every of my blessings upon, his people, upon my people shall be named by that man. And he looked for Abraham. Wait, look at it. Let me explain to you. Abraham was a Chaldean. The people that worship the moon. Praise the Lord. It does not matter where you are. It does not matter your, your past mistakes. What matters is your heart for God. So, and now we are called the children of Abraham. And when we pray, we, we, pray, we pray and say, God, may the blessings of Abraham be my portion. The man had a heart for God. And the man was a giver. The Bible says when Jesus came on earth to visit the earth, Abraham said before even the uh, before Jesus, the prince of Melchizedek could say many things. He said, I will give you all my tithe of everything that I have. And that's why he's called the father of tithers. And remember, if you check the Bible, God did not tell him to give. But he said, I will give. May you say today I will give. 
May you say today, I will revive my, my, my figures. May you say, my God, as long as you're God, I will walk with you. It is by faith. And the Bible says, by faith, we are able to please you. And my God, I will please you. I will stand with this project. Because there's a reason why my name is registered with Deliverance Gong Road. You know, if you do not do that, the Lord will send foreigners and they will invest in the project. And you know what? They will work with the blessings. Just like one of them who is preaching to you today. I'm tapping to the grace of this church. I am going to give. Hallelujah. And I am going to give good money. And I'm not afraid. Hallelujah. I am going to give. Because what I want is the grace you guys carry. Praise the Lord. And God, when God wanted to set a man that everybody shall be known by. When he wanted to bring a kingly anointing on earth. He brought David. Praise the Lord. And David overtook Saul. The time for David to be published had not arrived. But when Saul did not rise to the occasion, God brought up David. Just a shepherd. And when, God, when, when David killed the man he should not have killed, his name was? Have you, ever, have you ever checked your Bible? For those who come in the evening, they know. Have you ever checked your Bible? You will discover that Saul was the tallest man in Israel. And his height was a wee, a weapon. And the man did not know. So because he did not know that he was the tallest man in, his, in Israel for that season, for a whole generation, he did something that was wrong. He called another man that was shorter than him, a shepherd. And he told the shepherd, kill the man. If you do not work with the revelation, when the Lord wants to bless you, you'll be just like Saul. You'll be saying, kill the, the man. And immediately David killed Saul. His name? changed. Hallelujah. And the women started dancing on his name. And the king fell, became jealous. Why? He killed the man on behalf of so. Hey, pray my brother, my sister, may your enemy not kill you. <laughs> may, your enemy, may, may your enemy not kill you. Your man. Because if it happens, the grace of the Lord overtakes you. So we end up, we end up, we end up, we end up having David. And when, when Jesus comes and the Bible, I like what the Genesis says. Jesus, the, the Genesis starts like this. Jesus, this is the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Son of who? David. Check properly. It is start with David. It's supposed to start with Abraham. But that's an revelation for another day. And when Jesus is preaching, he says, my father, De David. Why? He's saying, my father, the, gi the giver. When God wanted to give us salvation because salvation was meant for the Jews and the, the Bible says he looked for a man called Cornelius and the Bible says the giving of Cornelius had become a monument before the Lord. Lord. He looked for a giver. Never looked for an apostle. He looked for a giver who was not even an Israeli. As long as you're a giver, it does not matter what your enemy says. As long as you give your substances, substances to the Lord, as, walk, as long as you walk with the revelation of giving, it does not matter what they call you. It does not matter what they plan for you. So we are born again because of one man called Cornelius the giver. When Jesus decided that he wanted 12 apostles, look at the Bible. He chose 12 businessmen. Look at your Bible. He chose 12 I can assure you there were Pharisees, there were teachers of the law, there was even the local chief, there was even the sub-county officer. 
There are even people that feared God. But he chose 12 busy businessmen. If you look at the parables of Jesus, historians tell us that out of the 40 parables of Jesus, more than half of them speaks about money. It was not by mistake. If you want to know a man or a woman who loves God, look at how that person handles his money before the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are we, are we understanding each other? So where is your focus when it's come to the work of God in this church, the River Asungong Road? Where is your focus when it's come to this sanctuary, that, this land that we are building, this sanctuary that we are going to build? Where is your focus? That's what the Lord is asking. Where is your focus? Praise the Lord. I urge you, and I'm almost saying I, be, I, I beg you, but I ask you, and I beg you, let me beg you, I beg you, do not let your name remain with a zero on that register. Register your name. Say, I will be counted with, together with my people. Because these are your people. I will be counted together with my people. My people. And that's why this stranger standing here saying, I will I go ahead of you and I will do my good registration with my family. Because I know what is going to happen in this sanctuary. I know what is going to happen in this ministry. I know. I know, I know. Call any prophet that is supposed to be called a prophet. And if they stand here, they will say, there is something new in this church that is not there in many. There is a move. There is a blessing. There is a revival. There is a new touch of God. Tap yourself together with, this, with it. Praise the Lord. The Bible text tells us about several laws, even as I, I, I go to the five points that I really want to speak about. If you look at the Bible, the Bible text tells us about several laws. And I want to quickly brush through and explain to you so that you don't struggle with some things. And uh, I thought that would be my message today, but I thank God for another day. If you look at the Bible, the Bible talks about tithing. What is a tithe? Because some of you will say, I tithe. That is enough. The other day, two weeks ago, when I took my tithe to my local church, and I was holding my tithe. The Spirit of the Lord just spoke to me something I've never had in my life. And said, son, you are just committing to a covenant of obedience. I have thought about that thing many times. I've thought about the six principles of tithing. But immediately I had the Spirit of the Lord saying, son, you are just about to commit to the covenant of tithing again. Tithing is a covenant of obedience. It's a covenant of obe obedience. And tithing is given by Christians who are alive. Tithing is given by Christians who are alive. If you are not a Christian and you know tithe, you are basically, before the, before the grace of God, you are not alive. Because I said and I taught here, tithe, money stands for three things according to Ecclesiastic. It stands for your, my students are here. It stands for, tell me my student, number one. It stands for your ski. Thank God for my students. Number two, I said it stands for what? Time. It's money stands for your skill. It stands for your? My student number three stands for what? Knowledge. Every time you go before the Lord to give your tithe, you are telling the Lord, that season that is just gone by, I was alive. I had skill. I had knowledge. I made money. I am coming to say thank you for the time you gave me, the skill you gave me, and the knowledge you gave. May you protect the three. That's what you do. You ask what you prophetically do. You are telling the Lord, that season that is gone by, I was present. I was. And my time, my skill, and my knowledge are with witnesses. Praise the Lord. 
So if you do not do it, you are saying, I was absent. Absent. And these are my room for excuses. I did not have time. I did not have skills. I did not have no. I was just kimbao to kistachu kilismama to ivi. So God understand me. And then you come and say, we, they call the altar call. Hallelujah. And the man of God is sweating. And you say, oh man of God, I'm praying for a financial miracle. I would not tell you what, why it has not, I would not tell you why it has not tallied. And I do not want to tell you why it is keep on tallying. Then the Bible talks about the law of harvest. The law, the law of harvest simply means harvest respond to a seed. Harvest, harvest will always respond to a seed. A seed. So what are you trusting God? Seed to this project. Let's expand this project. This is a good project to seed in. May your harvest respond because of the seed you are planting for this project. In Jesus name. Because this is a good ground. People shall come and shall be born again because of this project. Do you know what? I love your project you guys. Your project is in the middle class. It is in the middle class. You are blessed. It is in the middle these guys, let me explain you because I'm a marketer by training. They come because something is beautiful. So let's give them a good excuse by planting for them a beautiful me, a beautiful church in their locality. They swing with those one nice chairs. I keep on hammering the word of God to them. And their life is transformed. And you as you earn an internal dividend. Praise the Lord. So harvest respond to a seed. So where is your seed for this project? That's what the Lord is saying. Your harvest will always come from your seed. Your harvest will always come from your seed. I've heard people saying, oh, I'm praying for money, miracle, locate me like the Nigerians. And the Nigerians are better givers. So that's why. Do not just, do not just pick a, a, a prayer because somebody is praying. The best givers and the best hustlers on giving are the Nigerians. That's why they pray for money, miracles. After they planted, they, they go and pray for money. And then you come and say, oh, money, miracle, rocket me. And there is no seed. From where? Please, stop being, stop being, uh, stop being stubborn. Stop being, stop being a fool. At money, miracle. I command money, miracle, locate in my, my bank accounts. And in your bank account with heaven, is reading sufuri, sufuri, bin sufuri. How can it occupy you? It means that this word is not true. I encourage you today, when they put a table there, register your name. And say, God, I'm standing with you. May you stand with my family. May you stand with my name. May you stand with my, my identity in Jesus' name. May you stand with my job. May you stand with my business. I am going by faith. I am registering because there is grace for me to be blessed here. Praise the Lord. The law of increase says, you are receiving depends on the size of your giving. Praise the Lord. That is simply the truth. Have you ever noticed that the, best, the most blessed people in this country are actually not the Christians. The Christians, they carry the name and, amount, and so many empty words, so many empty prayers. They pray a lot, but the Indians give a lot. Look at the two. We pray a lot, and the Indians give a lot. So who is blessed between the two of, the two of us? The Indians. Let's look at it. The givers are blessed. But as we pray a lot, a lot. They even pray to, to something that we normally enjoy them. You keep on enjoying them. Until they pray to the cow. But they give a law. And they are blessed a law. I have discovered the law of giving does not respect anybody. It does not respect anybody. It works for everybody. Praise the Lord. The book of 2 
Corinthians chapter 8, verse 7 says, See that you excel in this grace of giving. I charge you on the same. It says, above everything else, excel in the grace of giving. It's your, it's your Bible. Check your Bible. It says, above everything else. After listing them, listing them says, excel in the grace of giving. I ask you the same. I charge you the same. Above everything else, my brother, my sister, above all your prayers, above all the cries that you do to God, see that you excel in this grace of giving. It's your Bible. It is written there. So somebody will ask me, my brother, you're talking about this giving. What, is the, what does giving mean? Let's go, let's now be a, bit, to be a little bit theologians. The Greek, according to the Greek, the word giving means granting. That's according to the Greek. The word giving means grant. Granting. The word giving means allowing. The word, of, the word giving means allow. Allowing. The word giving means paying. The word giving means placing. What? Objects of value. Objects of value. Every time you come with an offering before the Lord, that's what you are doing. You are placing an, an, an object of value before the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Let me just take you to five principles of giving. Just five before I wrap it up. Number one, I never forget this. A giver always gain. Say, a giver always gain. Hey, hey, hey. Say, a giver always gain. First principle of giving is a giver always gain. So every time you give before the Lord, it means you will always gain. You will always? Because it is his word. It is his, his, his word. What? When you give before the Lord, your, your position changes to um, just a matter of time. Do not tell me when you don't give what happens. You can interpret that for yourself. I'm a pastor, so I have to be careful. Because I need members next Sunday. Praise the Lord. You see, that's why you've taken us. Sometimes we have to preach like motivational speaker nicely. We preach nicely because we need you next Sunday. Hallelujah. Thank God prophets are coming. That will be verified. We tell you as it is. Oh, Lord. Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says, Given shall be given to you. It's your, it's your Bible. Given shall be given to you. A giver will always gain. Given shall be given to you. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16. And I want to tarry a little bit on that. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16 says, A gift opens the way for the giver. So lift up your right hand. And some of you, are, is, is, you're, 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 lift up your right hand and say, My gift, My gift. shall always Open the door. Open the gate for me. Because that's the word of the Lord. In Jesus' name. That's what the Bible says. You are giving, we'll always open the door or the gate for you. Praise the Lord. If you look at 2 Kings chapter 4 verse 8, it talks about Elijah and what I call Mama Madeni. Praise the Lord. Second King, and we are not going. Second King chapter 4, verse 8. It is a story of between Elijah and Mama Made. Madeni. This, this widow whose husband was a prophet had passed on and had left so many debts. And when she, she cried to the man of God, the man of God said, what do you have? I normally say, if you are to ask some of the Christians right now, they will die in, poor, in poverty. They will say, I have nothing. But this woman looked at the prophet of God and said, I have just some little oil. Oh, and the prophet said, go and, go and borrow sufuriyas. 
That story touches my heart. It's one of the stories that touches my heart. You are telling the woman who has borrowed so many people's sufuria and has not returned them because he has used them to go and pay debts, to go and borrow sufurias. This is where us modern Christians will tell the Elijah, don't you know my name? They call me Mama Denny. They will not give me any sufuria. We are very good in excuses. Say, prophet, don't just pray for me that they give me the, the sufurias. But he tell him, go and borrow. And the woman goes and bo borrow. Today I'm telling you, register your name and go before the Lord and spread the pledge before the Lord and say, my God, I am being counted in that project. I am a deliverance Gongoro member. I will not run away from this project. This is my project. I will expand with my church. I will stand with my people. Stand with your people. Praise the Lord. She stood with her family. And she went and borrowed the sufurias. And the Bible records her name Che. From a mama daddy to a mama fu. May your name change when you commit to this project. May your name change. May your destiny change. May your situation change when you commit to this project. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The second principle is always plant to receive. Always plant to receive. Always plant to receive. Always planned to receive. The Bible properly proves that prosperity and wealth and success. The Bible properly proves that prosperity, wealth, and success is as a result of an obedience to a covenant. Is as a result of obedience to a promise. Is as a result of obedience to a Praise the Lord. A gift. Three things. Praise the Lord. It depends on how you connect yourself with the three of them. It depends on your ability to connect. To connect. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 says, As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest will never cease. My brother, my sister, this is one of the projects that is the subject that is not liked in this country. But the Bible, it's the Bible. It is the ba- Bible. We are not living in the days of Haggai that we can go to the mountain to, to cut woods and build. Our woods are in our pocket and handy, ba- handy and banks. Praise the Lord. And it's the truth. Praise the Lord. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 1. I love this one. It says, cast your bread upon the waters, for after many days it will return to you. Praise the Lord. I am asking you, cast your bread on this project, because it will return to you. After many days, it will return to you. Hallelujah. I love this project, and that's why I'm committing to it, to it because I know after many days, this, the blessings of this project shall return to my children. Hallelujah. It shall return to my generation. My name is recorded with it in Jesus' name. It shall return. Praise the Lord. This is not kidogo kidogo. This is not patapotea. It shall return. Return. That's what the word of God. Every time you give before the Lord, you cast your bread upon many waters. And the Bible says, one day it shall return to I like that. It shall return. See kupatapoteza apa. It shall return. Say my giving shall always return to me. In Jesus name. That's the word of God. So always plant to receive. 
do you know something? Currently, you are as a result of your previous manner of giving. The level you are, you are in at the moment is because it is depending on how you gave. You gave. It depends on how your parents gave. Gave. Have you ever discovered there are some people in this world, the, the more they work, the more, the, more, the, the, the more they work less, the more they earn more. Have you ever discovered that? Look at the, the, look at the Awari family. Those guys just need to carry the name Awari far, and it is working for them. But look at their grandfather, look at their father. Praise the Lord. Your giving will affect your children. Your giving will affect your children. Yes. So if you are a parent, be careful. The manner of your giving will affect your, cho your children. I was listening to the Mwangi Wairia story. That man I knew, I did not even need to prophesy. I knew he was going to win because of his father. Look at four of his siblings plus himself. They are, they, are, they are big shots in this country. They occupy big positions in this country. And when he was asked, he said, please go and ask my father that story. And when the father was asked, he said, for me, I kept on prophesying and I kept on giving. I kept on prophesying that my children shall be honored by this nation. I kept on prophesying. I kept on giving. I kept on prophesying. I kept on giving. Praise the Lord. And the guy had to win. Praise the Lord. There is no shame to a giver. The Lord defends a giver. When you come to bring the spirit of disgrace to a giver, you find the hand of the Lord waiting upon you. Praise the Lord. When a giver stands up and says, no weapon found against me, the Lord says, amen, I agree with you. Because you are a giver. The Lord has a heart for a giver. Choose to be one today in Jesus' name. Choose to be one today in Jesus' name. Choose to be mentioned together alongside this project. That when, the, when heaven is discussing Deliverance Gong Road project, your name is discussed alongside it. Lord Jesus, I'm one of them. Yes. Charles, Mimi, I'm standing with you. Hallelujah. I will be a member in this project. Yes. I will be a member in this project. So that when the history in heaven records the history of Deliverance Gong Road, it says Joseph Warotere was among them and he was remembered among his brothers and sisters. That's what history shall say. What shall he say about you? Praise the Lord. Number three, God does not command blessing on emptiness. I love this one. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, you should have made me an evangelist. God does not command blessing on emptiness. I have heard this prayer. In our church, we don't pray this. And if you pray, after, after the service, I normally come and tell you, please, if it's one of our sister, one of our brother praying for that prayer, I normally go and tell them, please, God, bless those who do not give, so they may give next Sunday. That is not scriptural. They will come with double sufuri next Sunday. Because God does not command blessing on emptiness. If they never gave, tell them, hey, Ndugu, Dada, Biblia says this. Because they had time, they had skill, and they had knowledge to do something within the week. They did not just wake up on a Sunday. Now, some of them say, Mungu anakumbuka maskini wake. Mungu anamaskini wake. It is you who is creating that. Praise the Lord. God has sons and daughters, princes and queen. queens. God has his children. And he's very, he's very jealous of his children. And that's why he blessed Abraham with blessing. Blessings. If you look at Matthew chapter 13 verse 12, it says, whoever who has nothing, even the nothing they have will be taken away. You see? 
God does not command blessing on emptiness. The Bible says, whoever who has none, even the nothing you have will be taken away. Praise the Lord. You see, the Bible does not acknowledge that nobody has nothing. And it says, even the nothing you have shall be taken away. And you ask, what is the nothing? Your skills becomes a problem. Your knowledge becomes a problem. Your gift becomes a problem. And you work for many years, many months without a job. Because God I knows, hey, uyu, nikimpate yo kazi, ata onekane yo kanisa. It is your nothing going away. Uyu, yo biashara nikibariki, ata onekana yo kanisa. It is your nothing going away. Yes. Even the nothing you have shall be taken away. May that not be your portion in Jesus' name. Deuteronomy 16, 16, and I love this one. The Bible says, no one shall appear before the Lord empty-handed. It's your, it's your Bible. Hallelujah. Me, I like, I love my Bible. It's an old one. The other day, Pastor Kemani told me, hey, I thought he wanted to bless me with a new Bible. And uh, before he could finish, I told him, there are several in the house. My wife was blessed with three new Bibles. I like this old one of mine. I'm just trusting God to put a new cover for it. I know where all the scriptures are. Hallelujah. I know where all this. You just give me a minute, I'll tell you where that scripture is. You, you have gone to your tablets and your phone. You do not know where the scripture is. Hallelujah. Me, I know where mine is. Praise the Lord. Yes. My brother, the apostle uses, he'll tell you, even when I'm 70 years old, allow me to carry my Bible, this one. I know where my scriptures are. So Deuteronomy 16, 16 says, no one shall appear before, before the Lord empty. Handed. Do not appear before the Lord empty handed on this project. Praise the Lord. Lift up your right hand. Say, Lord Jesus, I am not appearing before you empty handed as regards this project. In Jesus' name. Hey, Charles, you saw, you saw the hands. They were committing to the Lord. Don't, don't be worried. Deuteronomy 16, 17, and I love the scripture after that. It says, each one of you shall bring a gift in proportion to the way the Lord your God has blessed you. Because some of you are asking me, what of me? The Deuteronomy 16, 17 says, depending on the manner the Lord has blessed you. You. That's why the Lord says, he does not command blessing on empty. Because there's a proportion of blessing the Lord has put in your life. It is that proportion is asking you to stand with it by faith. Praise the Lord. I want to give you a story. There's a story I love in the, one of the books written by Dr. Yonggicho. The guy, this, for many years, the person who had the biggest church in the world. And I want to tell you how that church was built. Because people may not have told you properly. There's a book called The Fourth Dimension. And I like to read once in a while. When I'm discouraged, I like to read this chapter. Uh, uh, the, the book is called The Fourth Dimension. And it says in page 144. When first the Lord spoke the, to Yonggicho to build a church that sees 10,000 people in early 70. And he tried. He did everything possible. He even sold his house. Praise the Lord. And they were living in a house empty. They were sleeping hungry. And the Lord told him to build a church for 10, 000, with a 10,000 seat capacity. Things became difficult. Now, the members realized, the elders realized, eh, Pastor Kemani, if you have good elders and deacons, thank God, they will help you. They will support you. So the elders realized our pastor is going to die. To die. And so they started a project called Save Our Pastors Pro Project. Remember they are building the church. But now they say, we need to save our pa. Hey, 
my brother, my sister. Those people are wise. Save your prophet. Save your father. Save your pastor. Praise the Lord. Stand with him. Praise the Lord. So they started a project called Save Our Pastor Project. And they started going, going for revival meetings to pray that God may do a miracle. They started giving kidogo kidogo to, to save their pa pastor. In page 144 it says, an 80 year old woman stood up went, and went to the pastor and said, pastor, you are building a church. And I also want to participate in building a church. And I have this old bow, bakuli, for those who Bakuli. I have this old bakuli and two sticks. You know, in Korea they eat with not kijiko, with two sticks. Even the sticks were old. So he, she had two old sticks and an old bakuli. And say, Pastor, I want to build the church. I'm giving you this that you may build the church. And the pastor said, just like any good pastor, Pastor, just like we are, say, please, you need them. And the woman cried and said, You mean God has rejected my gift? I want to show you what I want to see what happened next. And the pastor said, no, God has accepted your gift. And as the pastor, Pastor Yongi Cho was about to lift a gift, a businessman stood up and said, I am buying those, that bowl, and I'm buying those sticks for $3,000. That is 3 million shillings. What would happen next? And let me explain. Let me explain. Was the businessman in the church all along? Yes, just like you, you are here. And you just, you just raised 2000 Hallelujah. We just raised 2,000 bricks. The businessman was always in the church. In the church. He always had all the prayer. The prayers. He knew the needs of the church. But he stood up and said, I am buying that bakuli and two sticks. And he bought them for three million Kenya she. The Dr. Yongicho says that immediately he did that. A revival of giving broke up in that church. A revival of giving. And you say, I have nothing. History in that church says, the reason why that big church stands, and as he ends in 145, page 145, he says, within a few months, he had $5 million. That is 500 million Kenya shillings extra to do other projects. Let me now take you back. Who brought the revival? An 80-year-old woman who had a bakuli and two sticks. I want to ask you, how many bakuris do you have? Go and check home. How many bakuris do you have? How many sticks do you have? At least yours are not old. At least your sticks are not old. The lady was 80 years old, but she brought revival that has affected nations around the world. You have a bakuri and you have two sticks. Praise the Lord. God has not blessed. God has not command blessing on them. As I wind up, just give me a few minutes as I wind up. The Bible says again is Exodus 23, 15. No one shall appear before me empty-handed. I've discovered and I've checked, I've checked the Bible. I've discovered there are only two places that the Bible says you should never appear empty-handed. Only two places. And I want you to check your Bible. The scriptures that I've quoted and the book of Ruth chapter 3 verse 17. It says, before your mother-in-law. There are only two places you should never appear empty-handed. Before the Lord and before your mother-in-law. It's your Bible. Check. It's your Bible. Check, Ruth 3.17. It's your Bible. Those are the only two places you are not under any permission to appear empty. Whether you love her or you do not love her, is the Bible. Praise the Lord. 
And some of you are busy joking around with it. And you are going to be a mother-in-law. You will reap what you are planting. And may you reap. I do not, I do not spare you. May you reap what you are planting to your mother-in-law. May you reap. May the, God, may the Bible never spare you. Because the Bible says, no one shall appear before the Lord empty-handed. No one shall appear before the mother-in-law empty-handed. Yes, that husband came from that woman. It's the Bible. So this man says, tells, tells, tells the young girl, hey, you know you cannot, you cannot go to your mother-in-law empty, huh? And blesses her. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. May all the mother-in-law says, ah, blessing man of God. The last one. You are connected to the root of prosperity through Abraham. The last, the last principle. I know there are five, but I'll end at four. You are connected to the root of blessings through Abraham. Praise the Lord. May all the mother-in-law say, God bless you, man of God. Hallelujah. And may the spirit of the Lord stars all the daughters-in-laws in Jesus' name and all the sons-in-law in Jesus' name. May they wake up to the realization in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And may the Lord deliver all future, in -law mother, future, future, future mother-in-laws in Jesus' name from their daughters and sons being married to stingy men and stingy daughters in Jesus' name. However beautiful they look, however good they look, we prophesy in Jesus' name. May they stumble on their way to our homes in Jesus' name. May they be directed to another direction in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Because what we want is honor. What we want is honor. Lord, may they never see our daughters. May they never see our sons in Jesus' name. May they stumble on the Lord in Jesus' name. Because, Lord, we want our honor held up, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. And we thank you because, Lord Jesus, you are faithful. Oh, Lord, our name shall not be carried away by wrong daughter-in-laws and wrong sons-in-law in Jesus' name. Lord, you gave us one name, Lord. You gave us one destiny. You gave us one, oh, oh, one face, Lord. Protect our honor, Lord. Protect our daughters and our sons, Lord. From the wrong sons-in-laws and wrong daughters-in-law in Jesus' name. We have just prophesied, Lord. And the Lord Jesus, you have sealed it by your blood. It shall be so in Jesus' name. I thank you because deliver us, Ngongorod. We have entered to a season of weddings, Lord. Next year, we have many weddings in this church, Lord. And we bless you in Jesus' name, Lord. We bless you for the weddings, Lord. We close our gates, Lord. We close the north gate, the south gate, the east gate, and the west gate to the wrong daughter-in-laws and sons-in-law in Jesus' name. Lord, we close them in Jesus' name. And we prophesy that, Lord, by your name, we close the gates in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we open our gates, Lord, to the correct and fitting sons and daughter-in-laws in Jesus' name. That shall bring honor to our name, honor to our homes, and honor to the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name. May the grace of God locate them wherever they are in Jesus' name. May the anointing of God locate them wherever they are in Jesus' name. May the resources of the Lord record them wherever they are in Jesus' name. We speak speed to them in Jesus' name. Because Lord Jesus, our sisters and our brothers have prayed over time, Lord. All they want is to get married, Lord. To the right brother and sister-in-laws. To our mothers and fathers in Jesus' name. That our honor may be withheld in Jesus' name. Rasende meseka shatarabasinta. Meziko shekarabasetarabasinta. In Jesus' name. The last one. You are connected to the root of prosperity through Abraham. Psalms 89 verse 34 says. 
the Lord says, I will not violate my covenant or utter what my lips have said. Hallelujah. The Lord has said you are blessed with blessings. It shall be so in Jesus' name. All you need is to connect. All you need is to co connect. And Galatians chapter 3 verse 14 up to 18 and 29, it talks about the covenant that it so takes that the covenant of, of prosperity cannot be taken away from his children. That covenant cannot be taken away from you. Connect to it in Jesus' name. Know how to connect with it in Jesus' name. Seek how to connect with it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Activate the promise. Hallelujah. Activate the covenant. Hallelujah. Activate your gift. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Psalms 35 verse 27, verse 27 says, The Lord delights in the, in the well-being of his people. May the Lord delight in your, in your well-being in Jesus' name. May the Lord delight in your job in Jesus' name. May the Lord delight in your business in Jesus' name. May the Lord delight in your name in Jesus' name. May the Lord delight in your, in your destiny in Jesus' name. May the Lord remember you where you've been forgotten in Jesus' name. May the Lord remember your tears in Jesus' name. May the Lord remember your giving in Jesus' name. You who stood there with the Lord, may the Lord remember you in Jesus' name. May the Lord remember the 23 that have already started this project. May all those 23, may the Lord remember you them in Jesus' name. And may the 23 stand up, stand up, stand up. If you are among, if you are registered, stand up. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I prophesy as a man of God. May this one be remembered in Jesus' name. Where, Lord Jesus, there was a blockage in their life, Lord, I command it removed in Jesus' name. Where there was delay in their lives, Lord, I command removed in Jesus' name. Where there was limitation in their lives, Lord, I command removed in Jesus' name. Was where there was hindrance in their life, Lord, I command removed in Jesus' name. Because I connect, Lord, with their giving that is before you and you are a faithful God. You are a faithful God. Father, be faithful to these ones in Jesus' name. Be faithful to them, Lord. Their giving is before you, Lord. It is even in your register, Lord. It is in your book of remembrance, Lord. May you remember them in Jesus' mighty name. And be shall be so in Jesus' name. Start to speaking those testimonies in Jesus. And Lord, I release dynamic and unique testimonies, Lord, in their lives in Jesus' name. May they start, Lord, to testify, Lord, of supernatural favor of God. Father, I speak, Lord Jesus, supernatural favor in their lives in Jesus' name. And even as I summarize, the book of Amos, chapter 9, verse 13, says, Time factor is not a key determinant. What matters is obedience. It does not matter how old you are. It does not matter your past. It does not matter your, your failure. What matters is obedience. Obey. Just be obedient. Praise the Lord. Your past, including your mistakes and failures, do not matter before the Lord. They do not matter before. What matters is obedience. Hallelujah. The other thing I want to do, learn to honor your vows. Because there are some, people, some of our, our friends who have come here to pray with, pray with them. And even if I look at your name, I mean, I look at your name, I look at your face. I will see written here, not honored my vow. Learn to honor your vows before the Lord. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 49 verse 10 says that God, that your, the purpose of the Lord in your life shall stand. May the purpose of God in your life stand in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray may the purpose of God in your life stand in Jesus' name. May you not be forgotten in Jesus' name because of the purpose of God in your life. Psalms 12 verse, uh, verse 1 and 3 says, the reason for your struggles is an acquired seed. In short, it says, the reason for your struggle is because you have encountered an acquired seed. An acquired struggle. Struggle is acquired. 
Let me explain to you. Struggle is acquired and we live in Africa based on what our, our, our parents did and based on what we do. Praise the Lord. And, 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 and I wish I could have said more about that, but there is no time. Job, and that's why I want to end with before you pray. Job 22, 21. And I'll read very well, very, very slowly. Job chapter 22, verse 21. It says, and now, it says, Submit to God and be at peace with him. My brother, my sisters, as I finish my sermon today, I, I encourage you, I beseech you, I beg you, be at peace with God. Be at peace with God. In everything you do, be at peace with God. In everything you do, be at peace with God. And the Bible says, after being, being at peace with God, submit to God. And what does the Bible say will follow? Yes? Yes. Be at peace with God. Be at peace with this church. Be at peace with this kingdom. Be at peace with this project. Register in this project. Expand with this church. One of the ways to be at peace with God is let God trust you with your finances. Let Allow God to trust you. One way to be at peace with God is allow God to trust you. If God can trust you, others will trust you. Praise the Lord. Let's stand up. We will finish another season. Let's stand up. Let up let's lift up both of our hands. Lift up both of your hands. I explained to you, for, because I've never spoken in the main service in this church, for the sake of the new guys, I'll, I'll go to Proverbs 3.16. Just put your hands down for the sake of, of many others. Proverbs 3.16, let's before, because some of you will wonder why is he telling us to lift up both hands. Uh, Proverbs 3.16 says, lift up your right hand. You heard uh, my, my brother uh, February says, yes, that's what I like to teach this. He says, your right hand, you carry a long, blessed, healthy life. So when you are lifting up your right hand before the Lord, you are telling the Lord, thank you because you've given me a long, blessed, healthy life. That's what you are doing. So when they tell you lift up your hands before the Lord, please make sure you are, they are up because you are telling the Lord, I will live a long, blessed, healthy life. And your, right, your left hand, you carry what? Riches and honor. So can we lift, lift up our long, blessed health and riches and honor before the Lord? So repeat after this, Lord Jesus, remove from me every, every spirit of contention over my life. And over the works of my hands. In Jesus name. Lord Jesus. Remove from me. Every evil agreement. That was spoken. Against my name. And against my destiny. In Jesus name. Lord Jesus. Remove from me. Every conspiracy. That is raised. Against my name. Against my destiny. And against the work of my hands. And against my house. In Jesus' name. And Lord Jesus, deliver me from the spirit of hard labor. In Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, deliver me from the spirit of hard labor. In Jesus' name. And Lord Jesus, we seal those confessions. We seal those confessions, Lord Jesus, with your precious blood. Lord, we seal those confessions with your precious blood. In Jesus' name. Remain standing. I have seen the basket are empty. I don't understand why they are empty. I believe that 
uh, allow me, pastor, allow me to ask for offering. It's not that I go with it home, but allow me to ask for offering so that I make uh, Charles' work and February's work easy. Is it okay, pastor? Is it okay, February? Charles, is it okay? Go to your pocket and pick up your offering. Today we are doing, we are doing it differently. And because I'm a visiting preacher, allow me to favor a certain group. If you are, first we, we sit down. Let's sit down. I want everybody who is tithing to stand up. I will pray for you and uh, you, you are, everybody, everybody who has a tithe and you are bringing your tithe today, stand up. Everybody who is bringing up your tithe, stand up. We start where? We start with you. I know, I know that is not the practice of the reverence in Gongrod, but you, are, you, know, you agree with me, I'm innocent. The pastor has just given me permission. Uh, lift up your tithe before the Lord. Lord Jesus, you say that they test you, Lord. They are testing you with their, offering, with their tithe, Lord. What they are holding in their hands, Lord, is a test before you because you say they test you, Lord. Father, I pray in Jesus' name. Remember them in Jesus' name. Father, you say that you shall, you, shall, you shall throw open the windows and the floodgates of heaven, Lord. I pray. May the floodgates and windows of heaven be opened for them in Jesus' name. Because that is your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you say that you shall open the, open the heaven for them, Lord. And pour out so much a blessing that they not have room enough to, to, to contain it. Father, my brothers and sisters have more room than my father, Lord, than their blessing. I pray in Jesus' name. May you honor your word, Lord. And open the floodgates in heaven, Lord. That they may receive so much blessing. Lord, that shall amaze them in Jesus' name. Father, you said that you shall rebuke the devourer for them, Lord. I pray may you rebuke their devourer, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray my Father and my God, rebuke every devourer, Lord, that want to bring disgrace in their lives, in Jesus' name. The tithers, you can bring your tithe. All the others, let's stand up. All the others, stand up. Lift up your offering before the Lord. Lift up your offering before the Lord. Say, Lord Jesus, with me, I carry a portion of my time, skills, and knowledge. I pray may you accept, they be, be accepted before you in Jesus' name. I dip my giving in your blood, Lord Jesus, that my giving this day may not be forgotten before you in Jesus' name. I connect my seed with the word of faith that says, give and shall be given to me. Father, in Jesus' name, I prophesy a receiving is coming to my life this week, this month, in Jesus' name. I will not suffer disgrace. I will not suffer shame. I will not suffer financial humiliation because this gift that I have in my hands shall speak before me, shall speak before you, shall be speak before my enemies, shall speak before my provisions, shall go before me, and shall speak on my behalf in Jesus' name. God bless you, and God bless you. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. May we have the worship team, please, as we are led by our ushers. Worship team, please. Worship team, please. We may sit. sit. Instrumentalists, 
Buenas,